This week's podcast on Rambam resources are generously dedicated by Rabbi Shalom Ber Shuchat, Lili Nishmas Hizeda, Rabbi Chosid Reb Meisheb, and Rabbi Chosid Reb Zalman Tzviel, Rabbi Shalom Shuchat, on the occasion of his yard site on Isru Chag Shvuas. The Shir Rambam Hayemi concludes Sefer Mishpatim, Hilchas Nachlis, Perik Tes, Yud, and Yud Aleph. Perik Tes, Halacha Aleph, the Rambam tells us that if you have brothers who hadn't yet divided the estate of their father that had just passed away, they were still using the property together. So the halacha is that they are kishutfin l'choldavar, they're like partners. Truth is, any other Yerushan that Ambam says are considered to be partners in the property of the person who they have inherited. And therefore, if anybody does business with any of the property, any of the money, haschar la'emza, the profit is to be shared by all the people involved. Tainas Esther, Tavshem Memhei, that Rebbe spoke about this halacha ba'avayda ruchnis and contrasted it to a Rambam we had earlier in Uchustayin Benitan, Shnayim Meichazim Betalus, or the Rambam says Shnayim Meichazim Bekeli, and the idea there ba'avayda was that you have two Yidin who did a mitzvah together, but it's in a way where each individual could lay claim to the entire thing. Each one was saying, Kula Shali. And the psaq was that every single person gets a part of the schar. Over here, this is a halacha of the opposite extreme. We're talking about a matzah where Kuli Alman Leidi. Everybody is agreeing that each individual deserves some of the schar. Everybody's using it equally, everyone's using it together, just like a Yedish who is Yedish Hakel. And an example for a mitzvah or for an avleda where multiple people do it and everybody gives each other the credit would be tefillah b'tzibur. Tefillah b'tzibur, nobody can say kula shali because everybody understands that you have to have at least the other nine yidin. Only if you have ten yidin or more can that become a, uh, a tefillah satzibur. By the way, the Rebbe said that tefillah and Yerusha are very much related. We're talking about Yerusha here, and we're giving davening as an example. We know tefillah is always tiknum. When we daven, that's basically the Iker HaIngen that we do, Bekoya HaYerusha, that we got from Avram Yitzhak Anyways, that's the case. And the halacha is Haschar La'emtza. That although, or because everybody agrees that they all get the credit, in the end, the schar gets shared. Every single yachid gets his schar as an Adam Prati. But then the Rebbe added that there's an even higher level where the Yerush is B'makam HaMoyrish Atzmoy. In other words, Till now we're looking at it as this person is a son. He's a Yiddish. And he's doing something with the Nechassim of the Yiddish. But truly, the union of a Yiddish is where he stands in the place of the Yiddish. And this is reflected in Aveda in the union of Taira, which is to be Mamshech, Dvar Havaya, the way it was the very first time, as the Gemara says, Be'emo of Yira, of and that actually influences the Aveda Satfila that it should be, as we say in David that we're Mamshech, the words into our own mouths, but they remain Tila Secha, they remain the words of the Abishra that in Staka, that the Ani who receives the Tzaka from this Yiddish could be seen as having received it from the Maidish in the context of the Yidin, that would be, we are the Yerushim, the Eibeshter is the Maidish, and the Eibeshter was Mishayev, obligates himself to be Zonu, Mepharnas, Betuve, Bechin, Meches, Devarachim, every single Yid, and when the Yid gets money from the other Yid, he actually feels as though he's getting it from the Maidish himself. Elamai, the person that gave the Tzedakah, was Eichet to be the Shliach, um, for the Eibeshter to give, to give over this money. So that's the higher idea that could exist, not only where everyone does it together in a Sechar La'emtza, but they actually do it in place of the Maidish himself. Perik Yud Aleph, the final Perik, and in the final halachas, the Rambam talks about Apetrupin, people that have been appointed to take care of Yusoyimim. And he tells us that 
Apatrupan have to take care of these ketanim we have to make for them. Lulav, he was a bunch of dugmois. Lulav, sukkah, tzitzis, shayfers, efetayda, tefillin, mezuzahs, megillah. Klalish al he says, the rule is as follows. And this is how he defines it. Kol mitzvah saseh sheyesh lahem kitzvah. Any positive mitzvah that has an end, that has a certain amount, whether it's midiraisa, whether it's midirabanan, the apatrupas is responsible to do it for the yasemim. Afal pi she'enan chayavin b'mitzvah mikol elu ha-mitzvah. Even though they're not obligated, they're still young minors. But it's to educate them to, to the chinuch. The one exception is you don't take from their properties to tzedakah, even if it's talking about pidyon shvuyim, because these mitzvahs says that I'm a mitzvah elu, and presumably he's referring to tzedakah and pidyon shvuyim, ain lahen kitzvah. However, in the next halacha that Amam says, What if the issue was not that he was a cotton, but that he was a shaitah or a cheresh, so he was an adult, but he was not obligated in mitzvahs for another reason, then Bezdin is if his property was befitting that he should give tzedakah, Bezdin does, set, does pledge tzedakah on his, on his behalf. Now, this whole din is in the Gemara clearly, in Baba Basra, and Rashi says that why does tzedakah fall into the category of ein loy kitzvah? Why does, the, why does tzedakah mean it has no end? Because at all times there will be poor people, and if you're going to keep on pledging on their behalf, their properties are going to go to waste. Now, that's a chashash, asks the Rebbe, and really it's the question of the achreinim, that uh, is shy to every single person's property. So how come we're not worried by anybody that if he keeps giving to poor people, he's going to lose all his property? Because, obviously, the chiv of tzedakah is tali behesigyad, that you only give according to what you can afford. So, say the same thing by Yisayimim. Let's pledge tzedakah on their behalf, kifi hasagas yadam. The Rebbe says the question gets even bigger, because there are, there are certain places that say that uh, once we made a gzera, that we're not going to be paisik tzedakah on the nichse Yisayimim because ain't like kitzvah, so you can't even pledge tzedakah be kitzvah. And Lechayda, that is Shita Saramam, because the Ramam says, which sounds like always. So Lechayda doesn't make sense. Why don't you just set stuck according to what you can afford? Now, there's, um, there's another issue here. The Mefarshi Ashas on the Gemara, they have another issue with the fact that Stuka ain't like Kitzvah. They say Stuka yesh like Kitzvah. Forget the idea of you know, affordability. We know, when we saw this earlier, etc., that you have to give only meiser, you can't give more than a chaymish. And the Rebbe says in the Sikha that l'chayda, this is the same question. In other words, the fact that Staka has a shear is itself the reason why uh, Yusayimim should also be able to give with a shear. But uh, the problem is that all the answers the Mepharshim give for that question is not going to fit over here. Some, one, uh, one of the Achayim gives the answer by defining the term ein le kitzvah. He says, ein le kitzvah means, she'ein zmane kavua, v'loi chayvas haguf lechud. That there's no set time, and it's not a chayvah on you, rather it's kibirkas Hashem Hashem Nasan, like ubi adil It's according to whatever they should give you, and therefore you can give however much you want. So they say, that ein le kitzvah, since ein zmane kavua, so let the Yusayimim grow up. And once they grow up and they're in charge of their own nechassim, they'll be mashlim, whatever they should have given, so it says that that answer wouldn't work for the Ramam, because the Ramam didn't mention these tunayim of Ein Loi Kitzvah. He just says, Stam, Ein Loi Kitzvah. So it sounds like that you never give Tzedakah because simply it has no end, like the, like the more Pashat of Shat. Um, 
other people want to say within this answer that this makes tzedakah yeshle kitzvah. The Rebbe says, of course, that I'm himself says mitzvahs elu, including tzedakah, so that also wouldn't work. Other people want to say in like kitzvah with a revolutionary touch that they go, not in like kitzvah lemaila, in other words, there's no end to how much you're going to give, but actually in like kitzvah lemata, there's no minimum. And every person can be marbo mamayat, he can increase and decrease according to what he wants. And so since we can't figure out the umdan hadas, how much the Yusayman want to give, so we can't give anything. But that's not the pashtalash, and the simple meaning of Einle Kitzvah is Lamaila, as Rashi says, the worry is Nichseim Kalim. Still others want to say that Einle Kitzvah means Minatayra. But the Gemara, is, which talks about Maiser and Chaymesh, is Midrabanan. But that also wouldn't work because if there's a Kitzvah Midrabanan, then there's no Chshash at all anymore. You're not going to lose the Nechasim of the Yusayman. So, why can't they give stuck? Now, there's a possible answer, which the Rebbe says, that uh, we've explained in Hukhazman, that there's two types of tzedakah. There's tzedakah to a great usher, where the Torah says you have to give day machseh, there's no shir. And then there's tzedakah sheishle kitzvah, where a person can't afford it to fill whatever the ani needs, and uh, therefore, you just give him what you can. So that maybe the Gemara is saying that be'etzem, tzedakah has no kitzvah, because you can keep on filling up his needs, especially if it's an usher gadol. And so then, Rashi's words, Nechseim Kalim, will be Kipshutai, because you'll never end up being able to fill the machzer in a proper way. But again, that wouldn't answer the main question, which is, why are Yusayimim different than any other, anybody else? When a person doesn't afford to give tzedakah, even B'nai Chiyuva, forget Ketanim, even people that have to give tzedakah, cannot and actually are forbidden to give more than a Chaymash. And if you have the Masagah, so why can't you be placed? Why can't you pledge for the Yusayimim? And if... In some way, a person has to give tzedakah and let his property be kolim. Like some people can want to say that if it's aniyam atufim bera, their mamish dying of hunger, then you have to give them anyway. So then again, the yisaimim should be. In other words, you have to. There has to be a core difference between yisaimim and everybody else. And here, the rebbe brings in an additional question. The additional question comes from the second halacha we mentioned before, which is when it comes to the shaitar of the chedesh. What's the difference between them and yisaimim? If the underlying vart is that they're not b'nei chiyuva, well, shaita and chesh are also not b'nei chiyuva. So the Kesef Mishnah writes, from the Mistama, kol adam Everybody has a certain, you know, a, a default preference to do mitzvah with his money. But first of all, he doesn't address why we're not worried, as Rashi says, nechseim kolim. And again, if it's nichale inish, so why shouldn't it be nichal for the yaseimim? Adraba, a chedesh v'shaita are b'chalal not shaykh to be mekayim mitzvahs. You say them, they're just, they're actually together and they're going to become mechuyiv soon. So why shouldn't we give stuff from their property? And this is where the questions leave. And the Rebbe says, a whole new gishmak beer based on the fact that the Rambam is madgish one line in the middle of the halacha. And he says, at Petrupas and Archaev to take care of the Yusayimim, even though she'enan chayavin b'mitzvah mekleila mitzvahs, ela kedei lechanchan. Which tells you something. That the entire chiv of the Petrupas is mitam chinuch. And if it's mitam chinuch, says the Rebbe, that's the reason that we can't give tzedakah. Darche achinuch require that you should not obligate a child with anything she'en kitzvah. What's the beer in that? Chinuch bechla, we know, is according to the charif according to how sharp he is. And so anything which the won't be able to process in his seichel, we can't be mechanachim in that way. For we say, leave the chinuch, rely on the fact that whatever chinuch you're giving him is going to be enough that when he gets to the chi of to the gilu, to the age of chiyuv, he'll do what he has to do. But now, don't be mechanechem things that don't make sense. Be'inyonein, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about mitzvahs elu. Tzedakah, epidyon, shvuyim, ain't like kitzvah. 
Be'etzim. And B'chal, the Chachamim made a shir, it's not only so people shouldn't lose all his money. The Tinoik, in his childlike mind, is actually going to ask the opposite question. He says, how could you answer me to be mevazvez more than a chemish? There's a guy that needs money. The, the poor person is going to stay in his matzav of Deichak. The shovel is going to stay in his matzav of Shevi. I can't give more. So the Rambam says, or the Gemara says, ain't at all, so we shouldn't come to be mevalvel, we shouldn't come to shake up their chinuch at all. And even if the other cotton is masag and he could afford it, we say lay plug. Especially because the cotton, again, the whole issue is that he's going to not get it in his brain. So the whole shakal vatariya and all the chilukim shabdav are not going to make sense. One is he chayav to give, one is he going to give only with a shear. And uh, by the way, the Rebbe adds in the Hada that Kambuvan we're talking about nichsi yasaymim. It's nothing to do with stam children which don't have any of their own properties. Bechlal, of course, you should be mechanach them to give tzedakah and to give a pruta, etc. Here we're talking about yasaymim who have their own property. We don't want to have them handle their property in this way. Is b'meile kumta is very pashit the difference between yasaymim and chadash v'shaita. By chadash v'shaita, there's no issue of chinuch. They're not penichiyuva for a different reason. So, we have the klal of nichol in the islam ava mitzvah b'mameyne. Do tzedakah with them, as the Kesef Mishnah says. And if I care, that's why the Rambam brings this halacha here. L'chayda doesn't belong in nichos nachlas. Salacha belongs in nichos matzaniyam, in nichos tzedakah. It's coming to teach us the contrast between that and yaseimim, that the reason that we don't give tzedakah for yaseimim is not because they're not b'nei chiyuva. If they were b'nei chiyuva, then chadash b'shayt also wouldn't be getting tzedakah. And it's also not because of the union of kilu nechassim, as Rashi says, but only because of the union of chinuch, that we don't want to confuse them uh, with the union of chinuch. By the way, the Rebbe in the Sikha says that, that it could be that even Rashi, who says nechseim kolim, means this beer. That he's explaining why is tzedakah begadir in le kitzvah, because the tzedakah, the necessity of tzedakah, has no kitzvah. Not that you have to give bli kitzvah, but the need never ends. In other words, there will always be more poor people, and, and uh, the cotton won't be able to differentiate, will say, let me give everything to everybody, and he'll come and, and the chinuch will, will, um, will be in his babel. One more point from that sikha is that uh, when the Rama brings all these examples of mitzvahs, so in the Gemara, Tanchumi Avelim is also mentioned as one of the things she'en le kitzvah. But based on this Klolos HaSicha where we say that uh, the reason for not being placed al Yusayimim is the union of Bilbal HaChinuch, one would have to ask, what kind of Bilbal HaChinuch could it be by Tanchumi Avelim? And Bechal, what's the Chshash? And the Rebbe says, Ta'kelahor, the Ramam didn't mention it. Because, uh, and that's probably why. Because it doesn't apply to the rule of, of Bilbal HaChinuch. Hemshech of that Sicha, the Rebbe explained the next halacha as well. Halacha Yudbe is the final halacha that Ramam says, that even though an Apatrupus never has to give a Cheshbon, but he does have to give a cheshbon b'nei le b'natzmai, to be very exact and to be very careful from the father of these yaseimim, shahu reichev aravis, who rides the heavens. Shanemar, seidol reichev aravis, avi yaseimim, brings the Pasuk from Tilim. Now, the dinam of the, of the Apatrubus making a cheshbon, the Ramam says here, kamesha be'arno, in other words, it's earlier on the halacha, halacha, hey, why does he leave his halacha at the end? So the Pashas is because he wants to finish Silchus Nachla, Sefer Mishpatim, but the Yenshel Musar, as the Ramam always does in the end of every Sefer. But of course, everything is Begadal Hadiyuk, and so there must be a Hemshech to the previous Halachas, which we just explained. So says the Rebbe, what do we get from the last Halacha about the fact that the Apatrubus has to do all the mitzvahs for the Yusayimim? It comes out very much that he's not just appointed as a technical guy for the Nechassim taking care of the property of the Yusayimim. He has to take care of everything to do with the Yusayimim, including their chinuch b'mitzvahs, because in that way he's in place of avihen, literally their father, 
who should have been educating them, he has to educate them. Therefore, the Ramam adds, after the great Lachib of the Abitrupis, he says, In other words, it has to be on the way he deals with their chinuch, this idea of the diktuk and the zahiris with the father. And this is why, says the Rabbi, the Ramam stresses over here, let him say, or just bring the Pasuk. Um, by the way, in the recording, you could hear that I've asked even a, even a further question that Bichlal, what's the Shaykhs about Aviyah Saimim, Dafka Terecha Baravis? The Pasuk itself, why, why when describing Hashem by Aviyah Saimim do you use the Lashon Recha Baravis? And more so in Rambam, that Rambam chooses this Pasuk, there's, there's so many Psukim in Terin Aviyah Muksuvim where we find the Zahidus and Yusaimim with a different Abishter's name, Shema Vaya, Shema Etzem, Shema Yuchot, Shema Mufurash. So Bichlal, what's the Hadgash over here? So I'll peep shot. So there's a Gishmak of beer because the Gemara Chagiga says, goes through all the seven Rikim, and it says, Aravis is Shabbat Tzedek or Mishpat. So since Aravis comes from Tzedek or Mishpat, so we're talking about being medactic from the father, Rechav Aravis, that's the Makar, Makar at Tzedek Mishpat. And the Rebbe says, Farkert, in the built-in Mugger, the Rebbe says that uh, if the Raman would have brought a different Pasuk, he would have to explain why that name of the Abish is different to other names, it's the Drasha Hapshuta, because it's the, it's the most connected to Yusayimus. Therefore, according to the Kal, the Raman always brings the Drasha Hapshuta. So uh, he brings that Pasuk. Says the Rabbi we could add even more over here. The Gemara, same Gemara in Chagiga, which talks about the Aravis, says also has the Tal Sha'asid Akadish Baruchu Lachachias by Mason. Who are the Mason? The Mason include the father of these Yusayim. So by saying Rechiv Aravis, in other words, the Abishter is the one who's going to be Mechaya Mason, it adds more of a Zahirus in the fact that the Apatrupus has to be Mechaya the of Achinuch, which used to be on the father since he knows that the Reichev Aravis is going to be Mechaya, their father. Why does the Ramah bring the beginning of the Pasuk, Seilu Reichev Aravis? Because the Tzermatelic writes that Seilu means Lassus Le Mesila Kvayachol, as a way of making a Hamshachol Amata. So again, that connects to the Tafid of the Apotrupis, because he also makes a path through Chinuch, Mesilas Bilavavam, in all areas of their behavior, Pitaira, in the way that it becomes a Derech Slula, the paved path for their entire life, as the Pasuk says, Gam Kiyazkin Lo Yosur Mimena.